I'm Meg Dahl, your Unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. I am super excited for today because my old podcast co-host is on the show with me. So if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that back in 2014, This girl named Sean and I became real good friends. We were like so close. We were like sisters. (laughs) So that happened in 2014. We met on Instagram. We shared a mutual love for plantain chips. And that is when and how our friendship began. We were both looking for some type of collaboration project. So we threw out the idea that we should start our own podcast. And we did. We started the Nourished Podcast. And we did that up until February of 2018. I believe. So it was a while of doing podcasting together. Um, We met in real life multiple times and we just became so close and Sean will always be one of those incredibly special people to me. I mean, I feel like my biggest life transformations happened with Sean right there by my side. And as we talk about in today's episode, she feels the same way. Um, When she was going through a lot of her health issues, that's when I was there. We were podcasting, chatting all the time. And it was just, it is such a special friendship. So anyways, I've been podcasting over here on my new podcast, Unbreakable You, and Sean hasn't joined me yet. So I thought it was about time to change that up. I mean, it is episode 71 already, so I figured we needed to get my girl Sean on the show. So Sean is a nutritional therapy practitioner. She also has her own podcast now, the Keto for Women show, but on today's episode... Obviously, we're not going to be talking about keto or anything like that because you know what this show is all about. You know. (laughs) So I have Sean on today and we dove into manifesting. So this is a topic that Sean absolutely loves to talk about and a practice that she used within her own life that completely changed her life. And you will learn all about that in the conversation that I had with her. So 
as we talk about in the episode that I'm about to cue over to very shortly, Sean was going through some health issues and she realized that until she changed her mindset around things, nothing else was going to change. And to me, that is the whole mindset healing, changing your perspective and really diving into that whole world, which is so, so huge. To me, that is incredibly unbreakable. And I wanted to share her story with you today. So this is truthfully one of my favorite episodes. Sean walks you through step by step on what it actually means to manifest, because I think nowadays we hear so much about manifesting. Oh, I manifested this. I manifested that. Hashtag manifestation all of the manifestation things. And again, in my opinion, I feel like it's starting to become one of those words that people aren't really taking super seriously just because they don't necessarily know what it actually is. So Sean walks us through step by step about how she actually manifested like her health, her career, her income, her success, and her partner, her love life, which when we were podcasting over on the Nourish podcast, that was a really big struggle area for her. And now she has it and she's super happy and I'm super super happy for her. So, I am so excited for you to learn a lot about manifestation in today's episode. But before we cut over to that chat with Sean, which you are going to love, by the way, I just wanted to touch on the fact that it's now Leo season. I know you all love when I talk about the different seasons in astrology and on July 23rd, it shifted over into Leo season. And remember how I was talking about cancer season? We had Tony Parks on the show. We talked all about cancer season and how so many of us were feeling all of the feels. Remember that? I know you do. I know you do because we were all feeling all the feels for basically like all of July up until now (laughs) and some of the end of June. I was there with you. So now we have entered Leo season and this is a time to really tune in and tap into our inner power and really connect with that inner strength and our inner courage, our inner wisdom and really deepen that inner love that we have for ourselves. So I am constantly requested. I receive many requests through email and DMs on Instagram to talk more about this stuff on the podcast. So I just wanted to quickly give you a little bit of a heads up that we are entering this very 
powerful Leo season. And I am already feeling that inner courage really start bubbling up within me. So I'm super pumped for that. I'm so excited for you to transition into this new season. And I'm excited for you to listen to today's show with Sean. So let's cut over to that. Love you, babes. But honestly, Sean, I was so excited to have you to have you on my calendar today. Reunited. (laughs) I know. It kind of feels like this sounds so stupid, but I was like nervous. It's like, no, I was just like, I guess maybe like a little mix of nervous, excited, just, you know, it's like anticipation. Yeah. It's like, this is exciting. So yeah, well, it's, um, it's been like, how long has it been since we've been on, uh, mics together? Frick. Um, like a year and a half, probably. So February this year was like one year of me or March of this year was one year of me having this podcast. Okay. So yeah, year and a half then. Yeah. Maybe more than that. Look at us. But I mean, like we've chatted. Of course. Yeah. But, uh, but being on record together. Yeah. Yeah. It's been since February of that would have been February, 2018. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people want. They want to hear us to get back together again. Well, I did post it on Instagram today and I got DMs and everyone was like, I love you and Sean. So (laughs) this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like we'll probably talk about stuff that we've talked about before, you know, things we were talking about two, three years ago, but now, you know, we've both done some growing and changing and our businesses have grown and changed. So maybe we'll have a different context to it, different vibe to it, that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I'm super excited. And I know something that you're talking a lot about lately is mindset, especially Mm -hmm. around diet. And I would love to get more into that in this episode and even not just like around diet, but just in life in general, because I know you've done so much work in your life around mindset and also manifesting. Um, I mean, we've been through a lot together and we are two totally different people than when we first started our podcast in 2014. (laughs) I almost want to go back and listen to the first episode. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure that it was about like what was in our pantry and like, Do you remember that? (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. I wasn't even a nutritionist at that point. I was still just finishing up with the NTP. So it was like super new to me. Yeah, I remember completely. I even had a different computer. Like I always had that one of those old MacBooks, the white ones. I mean, I remember exactly that first recording. That is so funny. And yeah, we were super nervous too. Yes, I was so, I'd been nervous for like days before. Yeah. But we made it happen. But we made it. And now we both have our own podcast, which is so wild. Like, that's the thing. If someone listening right now and they're feeling like so stuck and they feel like 
that they're going to be in this space that they're in forever. Like that was five years ago for us thinking Mm -hmm. back on it. And it's like, we are totally different people. And yeah, five years is kind of a long time, but at the same time, it's not a long time at all for the amount of like transformation Mm -hmm. that you and I both experienced within those five years. That's a very short time. It's like everything in life is just a stepping stone for something else. Yeah. You know, you continue to grow and grow and grow and change and build things and then they get torn down and then you build something else. It's like no, neither one of us could have prepared ourselves for where we would be five years. No. You know, you know five years from then. No. We would have never thought that this is where we would be. And here we are. So it's definitely, you know, there is so much, I think, mindset work even just around like feeling stuck and feeling like this is just going to be my life or things are never going to go my way, or I'm never going to find this person uh, for a good relationship. I'm never going to get this job. I'm never going to make this much money. Like right there, we, this is just going into that mindset piece that you're talking about. Um, And we can kind of go into a little bit about like my story too, because things have happened since we stopped recording together since the nurse podcast days. A lot of stuff has happened in my life that I will like very openly say I manifested. Yeah. And and I do want to talk about that because, you know, yeah, we have a lot of the same listeners. So hi, everyone that (laughs) has listened to the nourish podcast. This is kind of like a blast from the past, but there's a lot of new listeners too. So those I mean, you have felt that stuck mindset before and you've had those thoughts that like, like, okay, this is just my life now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, you were probably the person that saw that piece of me the most, like when I was just down and out and I did not know if I was going to feel better, when I was going to feel better, how I was ever going to get out of where I was. So like you were, of course, there through all of it, which endless gratitude for you for that. But so you saw that that was a a big piece of my life for a while was feeling that sense of just like, almost like despair, or even just confusion and just feeling lost. Um, And, you know, it got to a point where I, and, you know, I guess going back to my story, it was mainly because I was really sick. I gotten really sick. Um, you know, I guess it's been now five years. It seems like it's been just yesterday, but I got really sick about five years ago. It took several years to undo and recover from, but in those years, um, I started not having any energy. Like I couldn't work out. I basically just had to go back to bed. I had massive brain fog. It made it hard for me to work. Uh, I gained, um, quite a bit of weight, um, in a very short period of time without really changing anything. So that was really confusing for me. And I just, I felt terrible. I felt really, really bad. And I didn't know what was going on for a lot of that time. I ended up finding out it was because of living in a toxic mold environment for several years and just being completely, um, it's, it's called like chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So being inflamed from mold and, all of the side effects that comes from that inflammation. And then I, once I figured that out, I went on this protocol and I started feeling like slightly better. Like every day would be a little bit better and a little bit better. But 
in that time, I still had gotten really negative. I'd gotten into this place, like I said, where I just did not know if anything was going to change, how it was going to change, what was going to happen. And it's hard. It's, I think, you know, if anyone has ever um, been in that place or even just partially in that place where you just don't feel like yourself, you don't feel good. Um, you don't, you look at the self, yourself in the mirror, you don't recognize yourself, like you feel awful. Um, and that's where I was. And it came to a point where I knew I was not going to get better if I didn't change my mindset. It was almost like this light bulb moment. It was like, I just couldn't be that person anymore. I couldn't be that down about myself anymore. I couldn't struggle as much as I was mentally anymore. Like I had to come to peace with it. I had to come to terms with what was going on every single day. Uh, and I had to uh, just really, really, really work on how I was viewing the situation that I was in. And then once I did that, along with, you know, other things I'd going on, I did uh, transition into a keto diet. Uh, to help with healing my body. I was on this protocol. I did a lot of stuff, but working on my mindset was by far the biggest and best change that I made. So it turned into working on my health and my body, like trying to get my health back, which happened. Like I'm healthier now than I ever have been in my entire life uh, because I also have a passive autoimmune disease and all this kind of crazy stuff. But not all of that's in remission, nothing else going on. But I also, uh, which nurse podcast past nurse podcast listeners will know was, um, having trouble finding a relationship, finding love. And, um, I had just started a business with the nurse podcast and was making sure that that would work. So now down the road, spoiler alert, I have all these things. I have a, a wonderful relationship. I have a successful business. Um, I live in my dream condo, you know, I purchased with my own money that I worked hard to make. Uh, so it's like all these things came true that I wanted and that I knew I wanted and that this whole changing my mindset around, I believe is what brought that to me in a very short period of time. Very short period <laughs> because, Kay, I remember the last time I was in Boulder with you, we were looking at the area where like you are living now mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, they are building these places. This is where I want to live. This is where I'm going to live. Mm -hmm. And now you're living there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now I'm living. And that wasn't that long ago. I mean, no. I've been in my that was like now. two summers ago, was it not? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. When we hosted a retreat. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And, you know, back then I didn't know how I was going to live there. I didn't know how the financial means were going to come about or the opportunity or anything like that. I just knew that that is what was going to happen because mm -hmm. I wanted it. I believed it was going to happen. And I put my energy into that focus. Um, and so what I think, cause I think it's a little bit hard for people to truly like bite off this whole like manifestation idea. For right. People, because first of all, because so many people are talking like, Oh, I just like manifested it. And like yeah. they, they're being kind of silly about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, they're not actually talking about what you just said. Like, okay, I got really clear on what I wanted, but I also put all of my energy into actually making it happen mm -hmm. too. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Which it, that doesn't mean like working my ass off so I can make enough money to, to have it. It is truly believing that that's what I want and that's what's going to happen. It's visualizing yourself in that space or in that relationship or with that much money that you want, whatever it is that you want, you are getting quiet. So meditation is key to this process. You're getting quiet with yourself and you're visual visualizing yourself in that space or with whatever you want. And then the key biggest piece to all of it, you are feeling what it feels like. So act as if it's already happened. Like go sit in a quiet place, start your meditation practice, get yourself into, say it is a condo that you really want to live in, see yourself in there and then feel how it would feel for you. What emotion does that bring up? Does it make you feel freedom? Does it make you feel abundant? Does it make you just feel happy and joyful? Does it make you excited that you get to decorate your own place? Like you've already landed there and now you get to feel how it feels. Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, it's so easy, but I think a lot of people miss the mark where they're like, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. But then like, like, what does that feel like? Why do you want that? What are you actually looking to get from that money? Which it's okay to want money, but what do you want to feel from having that money? Is it safety? You know, like then you have to really get into your body and feel what would I, what would it be like if I actually had a million dollars in my bank account right now? Like really, I mean, like deep in your heart, feel it. So, um, I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark because they don't take it to that next level. That's one. The second one is we can say whatever you want. I want a million dollars, but then you say that and then you go turn around the corner and you're like, Oh God, my car is a mess. Like I can't believe I can't afford to get gas right now. Like you're focused on what you don't have. You're still focusing on not having that instead of basically putting yourself in those shoes and acting as if you already have it. So it's like, it just opens up so many doors and it really, when you start thinking that way, it makes you really truly understand that you can have whatever you want. You can and will have whatever you want in your lifetime. As long as you really truly want it and you put that emotion towards it and you put that frequency, that vibration towards what you want. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love all of this. And I feel like we can do a deeper dive into each of these things that you said people miss the mark on. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I really love like personal examples. So telling us like, okay, I wanted this relationship. I wanted this home I'm living in and this thriving business that I lead. And so maybe you can give us personal examples of how you actually envision that, maybe how it felt for you, and then how you actually lived that out, like put yourself in those shoes, right? But I have to say that when you and I met for the very first time in person, it was 2015 and you were already meditating then, Mm-hmm. but you weren't into like manifesting stuff. Right. So when did this manifesting come into your life? I mean, I know, but I'm asking for <laughs> everyone else just so you can kind of elaborate on that. Yeah. I mean, it really started with my bottom basement level feeling like crapness and just understanding 
that I couldn't go on living like that. And that's when I kind of started doing this research on, I, I didn't know it at the time, but it was manifesting, but I got into Abraham Hicks and started looking at that. Um, Louise Hay, starting looking at her stuff. I just got really involved in what I now know to be basically manifesting. But um, it was mainly just started because I wanted to feel better and I didn't know how to change my mindset to feel better. Uh, and it turned into this whole snowball effect of then want, wanting to do that with every part of my life. Uh, so when I first started, I just was focused on, I wanted to get my health back. And so I would do this meditation and instead of just meditating, which, you know, I, and you said I had done for years before that with the intention of just calming me down, you know, mm-hmm. as a stress. Yeah. You were just like doing it for like health, yeah. you know, like, right. cause you were so into like adrenal health and reducing mm-hmm. cortisol levels and things like that. Yeah. So. Cause my adrenals were tanked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any choice. Yeah. So yeah, I had gotten really into meditating and then from there, it turned into, okay, while I'm already meditating, I'm already doing this anyway on a regular basis. Now I'm going to use that time, not only as a stress relieving technique, but as the time to like see myself where I want to be. So to visualize where I want to be and use that. So that's when I started just picturing myself in this healthy body, doing the things I love to do, going on hikes, which is one thing that just devastated me when I was sick. I could not hike. I did not have the capacity to hike and it's one of my favorite things to do. I live in Boulder, Colorado for a reason. Um, and I couldn't do that for like a year and a half. So I would see myself on these hikes and being able to go to the gym and work out and being able to wake up and have all this energy. Uh, and I just focused on that and the feeling that I had would have with that. And I pictured myself already there. So then as the, that time progressed, you can't help, especially when you're meditating on that stuff to automatically start kind of living like that. So I would start going on walks. I would start, you know, doing things uh, that made me feel that same way. Like when I thought about this healthy body, I felt like really strong and um, really capable. And so I would start doing things that I could do at that time that still made me strong and capable. So going on longer walks, I would, did start doing these smaller hikes on trails that I knew I could probably get through. It took a lot longer, but things that I would, would do, I just started kind of living that anyway, doing as much as I could uh, to start feeling that regardless. Um, one big thing with, and this, anybody that has struggling with um, feeling not themselves as far as their body, whether they need, they feel they need to gain weight or lose weight, whatever the situation, uh, that was something I wasn't comfortable in my body at the time. Uh, but I, I visualized myself feeling comfortable in my body. And then I went and bought clothes that made me feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. Like at the time I was still just wearing like, "Eh, whatever, because this is, I don't like my myself. I don't like what I look like, you know, feeling like crap. Well, it's so easy when you don't feel good in your body to just be like, well, I'm just going to wear shitty clothes Mm -hmm. anyways, because I already feel shitty. So Mm -hmm. exactly. And instead I took the time to go try on clothes, go shopping and find a few outfits that I felt good in. 
which you could, anybody can do that at any size that they are at right now. There's clothes out there for you, I promise, and they will make you feel good about yourself. Right? You and so, I even went shopping together. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was it was fun and it was great. And I found stuff that I liked uh, and I felt really good in. So I was living the way that I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. Simple things like that. Super simple. Uh, yeah. And then what happens when you are there? Because uh, this is kind of getting into the like quote unquote science. I don't think it's, I don't know. It's, I don't uh, describe it as science, but <laughs> it is actually quantum physics, which is that your, uh, your vibrations of your body will attract the same, same vibration. So like attracts like it's if science. It's science. It is science, but I mean, we don't have to like, no, people, like, start like, tuning out yeah. when we talk science. <laughs> um, no, it's just like very a very simple law, um, the law of attraction. But what we know is that we are all energy. That's all we are as human beings is energy that is vibrating. If you can get the frequency of your vibrations higher, you will attract the frequency of high vibration things, which include thoughts, actions, beliefs, all that stuff. So we, the goal here is to increase your vibration throughout your entire life, regardless of what you actually want or whatever, um, which this meditation visualization can do for you and acting, acting it out basically in your own life. And then it it actually starts coming to you. That's just, it's a law of attraction. It is an actual physical law. So there we go, you know, and then things start happening and things start changing. So I think it's a combination of that, but then it's also like, you can't help, but you feel good, but then you also are accepting where you're at every single day. It shows that you are comfortable and accepting where you're at, regardless of what it is, regardless of how far it is from where you actually want to be. You're basically showing the universe that you're okay there, that you're happy there, that you're cool there. And then it just brings it about that much quicker. So yeah, these were all things. This is what I did to get my health back. And then as my health started changing for the better, uh, pretty quickly, once I started really grasping this, then I was like, huh, maybe I can do this for some other things. And uh, as you know, and like I said, I had been single for like six years at the time, like a really long time. I had been super unlucky in love, no luck at dating. And that was something that I really wanted. And so then I started adding that to kind of this visualization. And I should also break in and mention that part of this uh, whole protocol, part of this practice, I guess, is also journaling and like writing about what you want to. So basically everything that you just did while you were in this meditative space, you also write about. And uh, what I really like to do is I write from the perspective of already being there and being more like, oh, I'm so grateful that this happened. I'm so grateful for my healthy body and that I was able to recover even when I hadn't yet done so. So that is another way to really start speaking with the universe and to really increase your vibration and really feel those feelings. Um, so then I started doing the same thing with these other areas of my life. Um, my, the relationship aspect, I, um, you know, I really wanted to feel this sense of like security and love, of course, and just starting, I wanted to be able to like have a fun part, a partner to do fun things with. Uh, I just wanted all of the stuff, of course, that we all want when we are looking for a partner. And so began thinking, 
and um, feeling that during my visualizations. And then I would go out and try to do that. I would make sure that I was going out with friends more often and like really enjoying my time, even though, yes, it was alone. It's almost like you have to prove not only to, only to yourself, but to the universe that you're okay alone. Yeah. Like, you're okay alone, but this would also be nice. Um, and so, you know, making sure you're having a good time doing the things that you want to do with a partner on your own. Um, but then also making space for that person and being able to see and visualize how it would look in your life. Like if you, um, would make dinner together or something like that, just like putting yourself in those situations and being very specific about what you want to do with that person and how it would make you feel and what exactly it would look like, like the more, um, specific you can get the better. So yeah, I just started doing that. I started starting with all of it. And it was like, it worked. <laughs> so you started with your health, obviously, as yeah. you shared. And then you started adding things mm -hmm. in. So you can, when you are doing visualization and this manifesting, you can focus on different areas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, you can focus on as much as you want, as long as you are still, you're putting you know, still putting the effort in or the energy in, I guess, putting the energy into each one. And, you know, if you start spending too much time thinking about another one and then this other one, you're kind of let go. But again, it's all about what needs to happen in order for you to be up here vibrationally. Like, and I'm talking like above my head versus way down here at the bottom, right? So the more awesome things that you want to happen and the more you can visualize all these awesome things happening in this like incredible life you have, and the feelings that all of that brings, then the easier your way up here on a regular basis, right? And the more excited you get about this new life that's coming to you. And uh, so you have a lot of opportunity to feel really good. Yeah. Because amazing. I mean, I think most of us have areas of our life that we want it more than one. Oh, that we for want to sure. Like, I mean, there's our health, there's mm -hmm. relationships, and that could be like, it doesn't have to be a romantic type of relationship, right? Maybe you want to improve the relationship even that you have with yourself or your mother yeah. or whatever. Right. Family, friends, yeah. whatever you want. Um, money, job, career changes. You know, maybe you want to start a business but you haven't yet because you're scared or, you know, something like that. Though visualizing those things when it comes to business is like so helpful. So key. Yeah. I know you did a lot of work with your relationship with money too. Right. And that's so key for growing your business and mm -hmm. accomplishing all of these big things too, because if you don't have that healthy relationship with money, then those next level it's, things not, aren't going to happen, happen, right? Yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, there were two big things that I had to do. The first thing was I had to realize that I had a block around wanting money. Like I felt like it wasn't right to want to make a lot of money. Okay. I had this like weird story that I had created. Well, so I, I think we all have weird stories oh, yeah. around money, like, but they're so different, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but it has so much to do with what we 
grew up hearing mm-hmm. or our like we take on the energy of our parents whatever mm-hmm. they believe around money right yeah right right and um so somehow I had gotten that although I don't really know how but then a big one was you know my family we always talked about like is this on sale or you can get this it's on clearance or this is too expensive we're not going to buy that till it goes on sale like we always had that kind of thing coupon cutting all that stuff Um, And so I carried that too. So I would always talk about the price of things. So even before I really had um, (laughs) the financial means really to even do so, I stopped looking at the price of things. Like I stopped waiting for things to go on sale. I stopped looking at the price of things and instead was like, is this worth it or not worth it to me? It's not like, is it on sale or not? It's just like, do I want this or don't I? You know, like is what I'm about to, like the energy I'm about to exchange for this thing, is that worth it to me? So um, it helps so much because like, honestly, there's a lot of things that I would absolutely pay full price for. Yeah. So, but it's like so many times to be like, well, it's on sale. So I guess I'll wait. And then you just like, you feel kind of sad. Like, See, that's, but it's you know, all about the feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, dang, I guess I can't get that yet. I'll have to wait until next month when it goes on sale or something. Whereas then it was just like, no, I really want this. This is important to me. It means something to me. And I feel really good. I would feel even, you know, I would feel really good if this were my life. And, you know, I think about it's mainly like food because what I spend most of my money on, to be honest. Of course, yeah. So it's like, what food products do I really love, even though they're crazy overpriced sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you I live really in Boulder. Like, yeah, all these exactly. specialty I'm, food I, items all over the I place. Yeah. I'm going to get it. And there's are, there are things that I'm like, eh, nah, like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not too into that. So it's, it's not something that I want. So, yeah, those were some simple things that I made, but really just recognizing that it was okay to make money. Like it was okay to make more money than just basically paycheck to paycheck, which is what I had been doing up until, um, you know, a couple of years ago. So yeah, big changes, but again, like helps so much. And if anyone is specifically interested about, um, their money mindsets and how to change that, my favorite book is you are a badass at making money. Okay. It's so good. That's awesome. I have, I haven't read that one yet, but I've read like her first book. Yeah. The you are a badass in general. It's very similar to what I've talked about so far today. Very similar to that. I mean, she was the original person, um, that I started looking into when I was like, okay, I need to change something. I think that was like one of the first books I read. Okay. But while we're on resources and stuff like that, you did bring up Abraham Hicks. Mm-hmm. So what, cause I believe there's a lot of Abraham Hicks resources. So mm-hmm. what would be like your very first, like you have to start with this? Uh, it's the book Ask and it is given. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really. It will ex- explain everything I just went through in a way better. (laughs) I think you did a really (laughs) awesome job. Um, And honestly, just going back to what you were saying, I really love how you emphasized on the fact that you actually like have to put yourself in those shoes and like live as if you're already there. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think like it, people get hung up and you were here too. Like, 
you're, you were majorly struggling with your health. Were you ever like, how can I even act as though I'm already oh, healthy? All the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's talk to those people that are like, okay, I want to improve my financial situation, but how can I even act that I have better finances? If I, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, all it is, is understanding the feeling you want to get by having more money and then finding some other way to have that feeling. It may not have anything to do with money. If, if it would be freedom, maybe there's something else in your life, some other way that you could feel a sense of freedom. Maybe you're like super restrictive with your diet and you also want to change your financial situation because it would make you feel free but maybe that's not going to change just yet, but you could start loosening up the ties that you have with food. To help Such you feel a good more example. Yeah. So like, like nail down the gonna, feeling, right? Yeah, exactly. Nail down the feeling and find an, any plate, anywhere that you can feel that, start working there. I love that It doesn't have to be so with much. your money, but you do have to be open to the signs of money, that like signs like, Oh, um, you want to make more money. Uh, maybe it, it requires a job change. And then all of a sudden you're doing this work. You're starting to find freedom in other areas of your life because you know, that's what you want. And then all of a sudden you're, um, at a party and someone is talking about this amazing job opportunity their, their company has like, that's a sign. Like you got to take those yes. signs and go with them. Yeah. Right? You have to be on the lookout for these things to what you actually truly want while also living it up with what you have. Yeah. And I feel like once you start seeing those signs, they just start showing Everywhere. up. It's wild. Yes. Yeah. I love it. It's so great because it just makes you feel like, yeah, I'm connected with something else for sure that yeah. I can't see, but something's there. Mm-hmm. And like we're communicating right now. Yeah, honestly, I love like the journey you've been on over the past several years because like the first time you and I talked, there was no like connection to universe and I just love it. I'm so proud of you for really diving in. But the first time we talked, I didn't even know what it meant to like listen to your body when it comes to food. I was like, what is this eating intuitive? (laughs) Well, I believe I was talking about intuitive eating and you were like, like, what I the like, F is this? I just, like, don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. This makes no sense to me. How do you do this? Because I had spent, let's see, that was five years ago. So I had spent 15 years probably on a diet, like yeah. literally going by what someone, like some meal plan or program or calorie counting app or something would have been telling me to eat. I was like, what are you talking about? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now a lot of what you do with the women that you work with, it's very like not diet Mm -hmm. stuff, even though you've been talking about keto for years. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really like educating women on approaching that in a non diety way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think of course, being a nutritionist, first of all, and understanding that food is medicine and not something that should be controlled or manipulated to try to get a body you want is the first step, like in my journey and really then understanding and having to go through the process myself of like 
completely wiping that away because I had to get healthy. Like I had to get my health back. And that required me eating in a completely different way than I ever had and only focusing on my health and not, not giving even a second thought as to what my body was doing, like physically. Right, right, right. Uh, like my weight or whatever. So, so I think that like having my own journey with that, but then being now it's been five years that I've been a nutritionist in, the, in this space and seeing um, from the outside in what diets are doing to people, like m- mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like it is scary and sad and it needs to stop. And so now I'm just, because I've had my own experience personally on both sides where I was just this dieting fanatic and also had like major issues with food uh, to now being on the other end and being able to eat for my health and eat for my happiness. Like just because food is amazing and fun and joyful. <laughs> so <laughs> and, awesome. You know, to, to now be on this other side. And of course, so much of it was you to even tell, giving me that idea um, cause you were deep into that intuitive eating process already when we, when we met, like it just, everything has changed for me. And to see now that food is just food and we're putting way too much emphasis on it. We're having way too many labels. Uh, it just, it scares me. So now it's like, I feel like I have a duty and I want to get people out of this really harmful mentality that they have around food. Uh, it's almost like it, you know, we were kind of in the paleo community, you and I, for, for a while when we were, um, working together and it was there a little bit, but then now I transitioned to the keto community because keto is what, it was a healing tool that I had to use to get well. And it worked really well. And I'm so grateful for it. But, um, now I'm in this keto community still, and it's been two years, maybe no, now I don't even remember three years. Three years, I guess. I don't remember. I but don't even know now, either. I can't help a long you time. out. Yeah. And now, now um, it's like the keto community is really bad. It's really bad. It's really scary. There's a lot of yes, no foods. There's a lot of food fear, like fearing very healthy, normal, lovely foods like fruit and sweet potatoes and plantains. And just, it's scary. Like it really has gone from this place to be where you can get some massive healing for your body to the next fad diet, which is sad. And I hate that. So now it's like, I feel like I have this responsibility to combine my passion for healing the body and using keto to do so if you need to, but then also learning or relearning what food is meant to actually be because it's, we've got, we've got to do something. It's so bad. Yeah. Oh, I am so there. (laughs) I I applaud you for doing the work that you do. And I love everything that you're doing for women and your podcast and everything like that. And honestly, Sean, I could keep chatting with you forever, but I know we have to, I know we're known to do that. You have to come back on. I need to come out to Boulder. Never mind. Yeah. I'm just like basically inviting myself at this point and just going to say, I'm going to yeah, come you visit my you. New place. I know. Hang on. There's with always you. A you have a you cat. I Can adopt, we talk well, about I have an this? adopted cat. 
<laughs> yes, I have an adopted cat because uh, my girlfriend had a cat. And so when she moved in, so did the cat. Actually, the cat's been here longer, to be honest. But um, yeah, so to go from like not even ever thinking or having a pet at all my entire life to having a cat, it's been great. She's adorable and fun and easy. And so it's nice to have something to come home to. It's oh, cool. yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you still want – because – when I was visiting you two summers ago, you wanted like a Frenchie, didn't you? Yes, I yeah. love <laughs> I love them, but um, we cannot have a dog until the cat is no longer with us. Right, right. Yeah, so and have I to have wait. to say, like, I mean, I'm not a cat person, as you know, but yeah, I wasn't either. It's a really sweet looking cat. She's super cute. I mean, honestly. I still probably am not a cat person, but I, but she, <laughs> we got, we got really lucky. Like she doesn't jump on things. She That's awesome. That much. Like she's just almost like as, about as doggish as a cat could get, you know? That's so. so funny. And like, you know how I'm not a cat person. I feel like my dog Penny is like the most cat-like oh, a dog could ever be. So I'm like, how like how did this work out like but Scott is very much a cat person so I feel like he lucked out in that situation but oh, yeah like Penny jumps up on like she jumps up on our table and like what are you doing like dogs do not do this. <laughs> oh my god she's so sweet what yeah. a cutie yeah you need to meet her as well yeah now we both have pets I mean so much has changed it's crazy I know it's crazy um so I've been really excited to ask you this I ask all of my guests this what does it mean to you to be unbreakable I think it means being strong of course because not strong like physically but strong in your beliefs and your thoughts and your actions which leads I think to confidence you know it's like a combination of the two which are very similar to each other but uh, the most unbreakable women I can think of have this like immense like charisma and confidence about them because they're really strong in what the person that they are. Mm-hmm. Like you can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. I do it this way. This is my life. This is who I am. This is my personality. This is my body. This is everything. So I'm unbreakable. You and know, you're definitely one of those women, babe. Aww. You are. You. you are. Honestly, Thank I'm so you. proud of you and everything that you're doing. And you'll have to come join me on the show again. Yeah. And I'll absolutely. have all of your links in the show notes for everyone. But if anyone needs to like get a hold of you or find what you're doing now, where can they find you? Yeah, everything is over on my website, seanminer.com. Um podcast is the Keto for Women show. I hang out on Instagram a lot and answer as many DMs as I can, almost all of them, I would say, over on Instagram. And I do stories and that kind of stuff. And that's at Sean Minor. Sweet. Thanks, that's babe. It. Thank this you for so having much me. Fun.